Welcome to the Sportshead Podcast Week 16. I'm Ian. I'm Daniel. And I'm Drew. Wait. Wait, who? Who's here? Da- Daniel, is that you? Drew? It's Drew. Drew? Drew, yeah? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Daniel, I haven't been gone ever. Oh, so who? Is it me? Yeah, is, man. Is that the guy? Did you, like, have you been unconscious for, like, weeks and you just woke up and realized that it's now, like, December 19th and you're like, wait, where the fuck did the rest of November go? Yes, yeah, true. I hibernated a whole <laughs> month. I believe And it. I just woke, woke up. It's December 25th, by the way. What? And you really, you woke up with a really bad cold, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sick, America, slash world. Uh, so bear with me. I don't think anybody outside of America listens to this. Don't prejudge. You don't think, you don't think some Brazilian kid is like <laughs> surfing the internet and it's like, I want to learn about the American football. That is not like, a Brazilian accent. It's in the vicinity. It's in the vicinity. Just throwing stuff out there, hidden darts. They were, you know? They went to the wrong place if they're trying to learn about American football. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is more about anger or resentment and saying hurtful things towards each other. Uh, mostly me. It's more fun that way. Yeah, by each other we meant Drew, so yeah. we understood that, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's start off like we usually do real quick with the plugs. Uh, make sure you check out the sister blog, The Cinema Id, at thecinemaid.net, on Facebook at facebook.com slash thecinemaid, and on Twitter at the Cinema Id. Um, our Twitter stuff is uh, at the Sports Id. The website is thesportsid.net, and you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com/slash thesportsid. You just say Twitter stuff? Yeah, I did. Okay. Hey man, let's see. Let's see you do the the plugs every week. I'll do the plugs at the end. <laughs> you watch me. I'll knock that shit out of the park. All right. Uh, what week is this, Ian? <laughs> Sixteen. All right, so uh, I guess I guess we can do our picks from last week. Oh wait, you guys didn't make picks. <laughs> I, neither of us have made picks. <laughs> yeah, it's been like two weeks of you guys not making picks. So, so Drew got nine right last week. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I got. I picked. Jacksonville over the Bills. I got disappointed there. I picked the Broncos over the Chargers, like everybody else on the planet. Uh, I picked the Patriots over the Dolphins, like most of the people on the planet. That didn't happen. Same thing with the Eagles. Yeah, I, the, really, the only ones I got wrong were like the insane upsets. If it if it means anything, I would have picked every game correctly last week. Oh sure, yeah. Well, it's a good thing that means nothing. Except the Lions. I, I, I second that. Okay, so them not making picks uh, makes the final standings uh, thus. Jason, fan listener Jason, still in the lead with 137. <laughs> we only need to say I'm in second with 126. Once again, we do not need to say numbers. Uh, Just, Ian know. with 95. Just Ian in, th- Ian in third. And, and Daniel fourth. And Daniel with 81. <laughs> and 81? Yeah, you got 81. Uh, like less all, than half. You yeah, less you have, than half. Yeah, percentage I I I got the percentages um because 
I thought that because you guys missed weeks, that might give a slightly better idea of your picks. Uh, so you got 49.9. <laughs> so congratulations. If you flipped a coin, you would do better than you're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. You're saying mean and hurtful things that you don't mean right now. And, uh... <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the bigger person I, and walk away from I, the fight. I mean the things I'm saying. I just don't mean for them to hurt you. The things I'm saying are facts. <coughs> Truth hurts. <laughs> it's cliche. All right, so I mean, thanks for thanks for the segue there. Because speaking of things that hurt, uh, let's start off with the Green Bay Dallas game. How about how about let's start? Never mind. No, I was going to make a stupid joke. Oh. Yeah, I myself. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a joke that I would have to cut? It was a rape joke, so probably. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> now I feel like I should cut that word. No, you don't need to cut that. That's fine. Let's just talk about how Green Bay raped Alice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um it was, depending on how you look at it, either a pretty good comeback or a pretty terrible collapse. A little bit of both, I think. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, what what exactly do we want to talk about about the game here? Do we want to talk about the numbers, or do we want to talk about how this game made us feel, Daniel? I don't appreciate your patronizing <laughs> tone. What? I don't appreciate you sitting there smug with a <laughs> smile. I, I am knowing not... that knowing that I am a blind man walking into a minefield right now. I, it's okay. No, okay. Well, first of all, you guys do this to me almost every week. And <laughs> second of all, I am not being smug and I have some good things to say about Dallas here, and I have I'm actually going to come to uh the defense of Dallas. A little what bit. What do you mean? What? Like, go play defense for them? Because they could use it. They could <laughs> use you too. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's not what I was. That's not what I meant, but, uh, you know, if Ian, Jerry Jones Ian wants called my phone me. number, I would Ian play for the Cowboys. Ian called me during this game. Yeah. Ian called me during this game. And, uh, it was. What was it, Ian? 29-10? Or was it 36-20? I think it was like 29-10 at that point, right? We had, they had it, was, epic I, it was a... They had a two-score lead. <clears throat> and the the crazy thing about this game was that there was at no point that Ian feel comfortable with the Dallas lead, and neither did I feel comfortable with the Dallas lead. It just seemed like Green Bay was destined to come back and beat them. And you saw it just slowly starting to happen. And I, there was one point when Des caught the touchdown where I actually thought maybe they were going to hold on and win. And then I mean, we know what happened after that. So they, The problem was they weren't trying to run out the clock. They tried to pass it. Like they, yeah. they were, what was there? Three okay. or four minutes left in the game, and they kept trying to pass the ball. Okay, they were up by talk, six. Let's talk about that play then. Um, the, the specific moment you were talking about, yeah, was probably about 
I think, like three and a half minutes left in the game. It's second. Wait, wait, what, wait, what specific moment? There was like 30 specific moments they should have been running the ball. So, I mean, are we talking about the we're the talking about the one, field? We're talking about the one that mattered the most. It was second and six. There was about like a little over three minutes left, I think. And it's where Tony Romo threw the interception. The Sam Shields? Yeah. Yeah, what about it? He was, Romo was an idiot. Arbalized <laughs> out of a okay. out of a run play, and he threw off his back foot after he broke a tackle on a slant route over the middle behind Miles Austin. Okay, well, I just it, I want to clarify it, some things here because, um, like, I've seen a lot of people on on Facebook and on Twitter complaining about Tony Romo throwing a pick, but I've also seen a lot of people complaining about them not running the ball there, and I watched. This game live, and then I watched it again. Uh, I replayed it. And the play call was a run play. If you watch when they snap the ball, all the uh, Dallas offensive linemen, you know, push forward and start run blocking. They don't drop back into pass coverage. That's why fucking, like, six Packers get to Tony Romo, like, seconds after the ball is snapped and why he has to panic and throw it. And <coughs> the problem was not the play call. It was, it was called for a run. Tony Romo saw 10 guys in the box. He adjusted the play, tried to pass it, and it did not work. So I just want to clarify that that is not the offensive coordinator's fault or, you know, the head coach's fault or whatever. Uh, It's kind of Tony Romo's fault. But it's also kind of not Tony Romo's fault because if you see 10 guys in the box, the right thing to do is to change to a pass play. I don't know what the hell you were just talking about right there. I'm I'm (laughs) – I don't know if you're mad at Romo. I don't know if you're mad at Garrett. I don't, I don't know Bill Callahan. Well, I, mean, I don't know what the fuck I mean, happened. I, I, I don't per- know if you're mad at the offensive line. I personally okay, am this. mad at, at no Cowboy today. None of them. No part of the Cowboys franchise am I upset with after after the outcome of that the, game. The, 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 Not the even side. Jerry Jones? The you side. should just be no. mad at well, Jerry yeah. Jones all the I time. Mean, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm always mad at Jerry Jones. but um, <laughs> No, I just – I mean, I wasn't trying to, to – like take one side or the other. I was just trying to clarify what happened because I saw a lot of people complaining that they would call a pass play there, and they didn't call a pass play. They called a run play. Romo changed it at the line. <coughs> I don't. I don't understand why they weren't running before that because Demarco Murray was running like was, a fucking bat out of hell. Yeah, he know? was averaging seven and a half yards a carry. He was. Making the Green Bay defense look like a friggin' Pop Warner team. Yeah, I mean, he was he was all over out there. Listen, when you have the worst defense ever, when you have a quarterback who's known to make the bonehead play, and a coach, you know, who has no control of the team, these are the things that happen repeatedly. They don't happen once a season. They happen twice, three times a season for the last four years. It's, it's this is normal, and that's why Ian was trying to like fire me up over the phone, like get all hyped up. He's like, "Come on, man, you know, get all right behind Tony Romo." I'm like, "They're gonna lose this game. This is what's gonna happen. They're gonna lose this game. They're gonna blow it." And this is what they do. And I've said it week three. I said it week ten. They'll say now you got to rebuild the whole thing, and they won't. But that's the only way this team can go from here. They're not going to win a Super Bowl. They won't make the playoffs. It's time to rebuild it, but they won't. So I'm just yelling into a vacuum for no reason. 
I mean, I've noticed a lot of similarities between Detroit and Dallas in, in the sense that they win games they're not supposed to and games that they're supposed to lose big, they either lose them close or they win. And then games they're supposed to win, they uh, they lose terribly, horribly. Well, I'll disagree with you. One thing, Dallas never wins a game they're not they're not supposed to win. They never, they, they they never, almost, they, they never I, beat I, a I, team. I said, they're like, go ahead. You never, you're just never like, oh wow, the Cowboys beat the Patriots. Oh wow, the Cowboys just beat the Saints. Oh wow, the the they beat the Seahawks. You never say that. It's like. Wow, they were down twenty one to the Vikings at home and they came back and won. I can't believe they won. Like, you know, those are the type of games they won. They don't I think there's like a huge discrepancy between the Dallas's record against teams above five hundred and below. They're in a pretty weak division too. <coughs> I would I would say the <coughs> NFC is is a very weak division. I mean Philadelphia didn't turn it on until probably four or five weeks into the season. You know. Uh, the Redskins haven't had it turned on at all this season. They neither have the Giants. So they're in a pretty weak division to begin with. So uh, If by it you mean interceptions, the Giants have had it turned on all season. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Eli Manning throws four to five interceptions a game. It's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Cowboys are definitely still in the hunt. They're only – I mean, we'll get more to the playoffs later, but, yeah, that, that division – I don't know. I mean, it's not super weak. The the two teams that are fighting for the lead right now are eight and six and seven and seven. And yeah, five hundred isn't super strong, but it's not. You know, it's not like the what was it a couple of years ago where the Rams won their division with like an under five hundred record. Yeah, seven and nine. That was two years ago, mm-hmm. and then they won in the first round too. Yeah. Yep. Are you talking about the Seahawks or something? Or what are you guys talking about? Who's who was seven and nine? The Rams. You know Durant, they made it into the postseason at seven and nine, and then they won the first round. I thought that was the Seahawks, and they beat the Saints when the Saints came in. And Marshawn Lynch running through the whole team, though. That whole thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I recall that happening too, but um, I, it did happen to the Rams. I, I remember it very clearly, like because <clears throat> that, like that whole lead up to the, the, the playoffs, commentators and, like, you know, Fox Sports and CBS Sports would not shut up about how weak that division is, and they were complaining that it, you know, it's bad for the whole league when a 7-9 and team makes it in the playoffs, but they all shut their mouths when the Rams won in the first round. Dallas is going to be 3-7 and seven outside of the division this season. Uh, yeah. But they're 4-0 and inside the division, and that, I mean, that counts. Doesn't that but doesn't that show you how terrible they are? You're three and seven when you're not playing uh terrible teams, but you're four and oh when you're playing some pretty terrible I can't I can't remember offhand who their three wins were outside of the division. Minnesota was one. Uh if you give me yeah, just talk for a minute the, and look it up. Minnesota, the Raiders. Uh, they came pretty they, close to beating the Broncos. That was a punch for punch game up until the end. But Dallas always—that's but that's what they do, though. I mean, like that's how they sucker you in. I'm just trying to—I'm just trying to reiterate. I'm just trying to reiterate on what I said earlier, where they either come close or, or they do win the games that no one expects them to win. 
And they did come close in that game because everybody was counting them out before it started. Looks like their wins outside the divisions are Minnesota, Oakland, and uh, St. Louis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a uh, that's an Oakland team without Matt McGloin, isn't it? Uh, no, nah, that, w- that no. was Matt McGloin at the yeah, time. That was, yeah, that, was, that was week 13, so that was that was McGloin. I like McGloin. Yeah? Is there, like is there something you want to tell Matt McGloin? No, his, I mean, I mean, yeah, let's hang out. I don't know. He's got a name. Every time we mention Matt McGloin, you're like, I got my eye on you, Matt McGloin, and now I try to get you to say it. I pitch you the softball, and you just, like, watch it go by. Hey. What's up? I got my eye on you, McGloin. (laughs) I just love saying it. It just rolls off the – McGloin. McGloin. It doesn't sound like a quarterback, but God damn it, does it roll off the tongue. Okay, so let's let's finish up the Green Bay-Dallas game here. Um, from the, <laughs> uh, from the Green Bay side of the ball, um, Eddie Lacy looked good. Uh, Let's stop it. Come on. They played Dallas' defense. Flynn looked great. Great Eddie was great. Mike McCartney finally coached the no, Green Bay. No, but Everyone see, was Flynn, great. Okay. Everyone was great. No, actually, I wanted to get into this. Um, Thompson was great. You... The bus riding was great. <laughs> Hey, come on, they played the fucking Dallas Cowboys defense. All right. Doesn't count. Calm down. Calm down before no, no, you start no, hold on, hold on. cutting yourself. I, Calm down. Wait, I just want to say something. Wait, wait, before you go on. Dallas's defense, like the numbers they give up per week in the air, like yards, touchdowns, it's like every week they face an elite quarterback. Like there's, it's like the numbers that are against them, it's like facing Peyton Manning every single week or something okay. ridiculous. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We are just talking about the teams they played. Okay, so Eli Manning, he's not twice this year. He's not. He's a terrible quarterback. Yeah, he's terrible. Okay, so Alex Smith, check down City. Uh, St. Louis with Sam Bradford, not an elite quarterback. Uh, San Diego, I guess Phillip Rivers is having a good year, so that could be argued. Uh, The game against Denver, that's going to inflate the stats somewhat. Uh, Game against Washington with RG3, that didn't hurt their defensive standings at all. Uh, the Nick Foles game, I mean, Philly only scored 17 points in that game. Then against Stafford, so that can kind of inflate the numbers too. But then a game against Minnesota, so no. And then New Orleans, so yeah, that'll inflate it a little bit. And then another against New York, and then Oakland, and then Chicago. So these are not, like, it's not like they're facing elite quarterbacks. No, they they adjust their defense based on the, the skill of the quarterback. And if the skill of the quarterback is low... And they feel like they can take off the the gas pedal a little bit, and they just kind of, yeah, whatever. No, they're terrible. They're, okay. they're a terrible defensive team. I mean, yes, a, they're, they're they're horrible. It doesn't they, matter who's back there. They played quite poorly. I do want to say, however, I do want to give props to one guy on the Dallas defense, and that's Sterling Moore. Who? Sterling Moore. <laughs> who's that guy? <laughs> He he uh, slipped above, I believe, the um, the nickel corner in Dallas's you know nickel package, uh, and this was, I believe, his first start. Uh, <coughs> I mean, he's he's played in other games. This was his first actual start, uh, and he had a, a tackle and a pick. So it doesn't sound like a lot, but he had a lot of good um, you know coverage coverage plays. Good for him. Well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> He's he's a young guy. He's not exactly like a star. He's you know he's not a Darrell Revis that you build a defense around, but he's a solid guy to have around if you're talking about rebuilding. 
I just wanted to give the young guy props. He played pretty well. He's terrible. <laughs> just because he wears the star? No, he wears a star and he plays on defense. That's why he's terrible. Oh, okay, okay. They need to fire everybody and move the team to Europe. <laughs> I'm Restart NFL Europa. I'm down yeah. with that. <laughs> London Cowboys. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I would love to see the that mascot. It'd have to be like, no, because you know how they filmed like old westerns? They call them spaghetti westerns because they filmed them in Italy. It'd have to be something like the Rome uh, Cowboys. The Sicily Cowboys? The Venice Cowboys. Uh, The Italian Cowboys. How about that? All right. So I'm trying to wrap this game up so that we can move on. Um, I don't really want to move on. I don't want to move on because I know what – yeah, we're we're moving on. Just give me a second here to finish wrapping it up. Uh, we already said it, but DeMarco Murray, really good game. Uh, 7.4 average, 134 yards on only 18 carries and a touchdown, so that's pretty good. Um, all right, here's where I talk shit about Matt Flynn. Um, his receivers saved his ass in this game because most of his throws, like I would say 90% of his 26 completions were off target. Like, just the completions were off target. Like, he had, you know, 39 attempts and only made 26 of them. And all of those, I mean, there weren't really drops in this game. There was just, wow, how was I supposed to catch that? He overthrew, underthrew, no zip on the ball. It would barely get there sometimes. Other times it would just go soaring over their heads. And especially uh, Boykin and Corliss. Uh, and uh, Nelson with his touchdown, they really just, if the ball was within arm's reach, they had to go out and get it, and most of the time they did, and it made Flynn look a lot better than he actually was. Not that he looked amazing, but he looked better than he has the last few weeks with, you know, four touchdown passes. Matt Flynn uh, has the arm strength of a Pop Warner quarterback. In his first... <laughs> uh, well, I, I called my dad today, and we were talking about this game, and he said Matt Flynn has the arm of a college freshman quarterback. Luckily, he's smarter than a college freshman quarterback, so that helps him out a little bit. Uh, but his his arm injury has kind of left him at this point where he's got, you know, a, a noodle arm. He suffered an arm injury? Yeah, uh, that's why he bounced around uh, the league, was he had an elbow injury that was lingering for a long time. And that's why Green Bay bought, brought him in to work out before they signed him, is to make sure that his elbow was, you know, fine. Did he was he did he have more zip on the ball beforehand? Because I, I don't remember hearing anything about it. Uh, well, I mean, that game where he came in uh, for the Packers and played against the Patriots, that that game, he still didn't like have a cannon to to get it downfield, but a pass didn't turn into a lame duck ten yards from the line of scrimmage. Like it, you know, he could keep the the spiral tight and solid and get the ball where it was supposed to be. Like, now it's, you know, it's wobbling and flipping around. It looks like he, you know, threw it from the tip, not from the side, not from the laces. It looks like he grabbed it by the tip with, like, his thumb and index finger and just whipped it down the field. So I throw. <laughs> yeah. That's not right? Yeah. Okay, so the, uh, the last note we have on Green Bay at Dallas uh, is euthanize Jerry Jones. So. I mean – you you put that you put that badly. That that's that you put you wrote that poorly. Uh, well, what needs to happen is Jerry Jones needs to resign. That's what that's what you should have put. It's, resign it's, as owner? Like you like who? 
How does that work? Obvious. Make me fucking owner. (laughs) I could do a way better job than he could. You know how you you could. You could. And you know how you could do a better job? You could let everybody else do their job without interfering. I could do a better job if I just walked into the front office and just killed myself in front of everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Christ. Wow, dude. Yeah. Love the image. I said it. controversial here at the sports in yeah well we gotta get listeners somehow god damn it <laughs> email us the sports in at <laughs> gmail.com you just gotta say some crazy <laughs> shit every time <laughs> and people email us telling us to kill ourselves i'm not saying everybody kill themselves i'm just saying if you want to be a good football owner just you know secede jerry jones and kill yourself wow. and then you're a better you're a better owner because he's terrible. Right, we're gonna he's, we're gonna move on here mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. you get. Us, well, he's making good points. He's making good points. He's making good points. <laughs> and now, <laughs> all, right, all right, let's move on. I don't want to. I know you don't, but we have to. <coughs> so, so next up, we're gonna talk about the Ravens, the Lions. And my new favorite player, Justin Tucker, hey, not because. He banged home a 61-yarder just because he has awesome dance moves. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's he's my new uh, – he's – him and Josh McCown are fighting for fantasy MVP for me, uh, for my team, because I got into my championship because of that 53-yarder just before the 61-yarder. Thank you, Justin Tucker. Okay, so getting off of fantasy now, this game um, – I know <laughs> I know Ian has some things to say about it. Uh, I only watched, like, the last quarter – um, I don't know, man. I, I felt like I had to come to uh, the Lions' defense. I feel like I had to come to their defense, um, as as difficult as that was to say. Um, I mean, like, technically it was difficult to say defense twice in the same sentence and make it make sense. Um, Move on. I talked talk to Ian before this game, and... He asked me who do I think would win. I told him one thing. I said the Ravens are ready to, are a team I believe are ready to win in prime time, and I don't think the Lions are. And when you watch this game, I'm not going to say that's what it came down to, but the Ravens definitely limited their mistakes by the big-time players while you saw the Lions uncharacteristically you know, have snubs by players who don't usually make them, like Calvin dropping huge third down plays and that two point conversion. So, you know, I hate to harp back to the Lions Steeler game a few weeks back, but at that moment I I mean I called that shot. I said this will turn their season around. They will not be the same from this moment. Is it directly because of the fake field goal? No, probably not, but you know, there's that Lions mojo brewing up. It's been working against them since 1957. And uh, once again, the show the Ted because a freaking kick there, bang home a sixty-one yarder. <laughs> it, it's absolutely insane. And this you cannot lose a game any worse than the Lions did this week. The the shots after Tucker hit that field goal, like when the the camera panned over like the Detroit bench, I have never seen so many broken men in one place. And you don't normally see Kelvin Johnson show a lot of emotion, 
But, I mean, you can see him in the background. He just threw his hands up, put them over his face, put his head down, and he was screaming. Yeah, he was sad. He was angry. He was frustrated. He was... He had a... Calvin Johnson had a few drops in this game, and they were big. They were big times. There was one that was on a third and long, and the other one was on a first and long, I believe, right after a first uh, false start. And so he was he was frustrated with himself, and... I mean, he, these were catches that he should have should have been able to make, and I don't know if it was just something different that Stafford was doing or not. I mean, it's besides the point. But <clears throat> I mean, this is just what the Lions do, man. This is just what they do. They shoot themselves in the foot. They find a way. And the reason this one was so was so painful was like I I was heartbroken after this game. Drew can attest. Like I was. <sighs> I was down in the dumps for like two days. Oh like. man, he was he was weeping, and I sent him. <laughs> I okay, so I was wrapping presents the other day, and I was packing them with old ESPN the magazine issues. And in one of them, there was an ad for Bridgestone that had Matthew Stafford in it, and it said he performs under pressure. And then it showed a tire, and it said, "So does he." And I took a picture of the Matthew Stafford half of it, and I sent it to Ian, and he sent back, "Why are you doing this to me, Drew?" <laughs> I was, I mean, I was devastated, and I'm still feeling, I'm still upset about it. You, you, but like ten minutes after that game ended, he swore off the Lions forever. I didn't. No, okay. You swore okay. off football. You said you're switching to hockey. I well for this season, dude. There's two okay. games left. Okay, we're gonna get into that in a little bit with okay. the playoff. This is just what they do, man. They they shoot themselves in the foot. I wasn't I wasn't as sad when they went 0 and 16 when they lost that last game to the Packers in Lambeau. I wasn't that sad then as I I wasn't as sad then as I was after this game. <clears throat> it was because they they led Lions Nation to believe that this was the year that they were going to win the NFC North. They they were doing they were doing so well and it's prime time against the Ravens, the underperforming Ravens. Perfect game for them to bounce back, get a little momentum, and, you know, battle their way back into the playoffs. They had the they had their destiny in their hands. And they just couldn't they could they couldn't come up clutch. They couldn't they couldn't seize the opportunity. But they led Lions Nation to believe that they were going to. And then That's they the- let us down. Like they've been letting us down for years. With I mean, and it's it's easy to be a Lions fan if they're losing all the time, because you're just like same old Lions. But when they start winning, you're like, holy fuck, this is it, we're we're doing it. And then uh, they do they pull this shit, they pull the same old Lions shit on it. Uh, it's heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. I'm still upset about it. Not nearly as bad as like I could have killed somebody Monday night. If somebody would have come up to me in person and said the wrong thing to me. I would I would have went off. I would cuz I was so I was so distraught and so upset after that loss. It was embarrassing. It was cuz the whole world got to see how bad of a fucking <clears throat> Did you burn the Ernie Sims jersey? Did you? I haven't. I didn't even wear it. You oh. know, it's not a lucky jersey or any shit like that. It's old and it's beaten up. And it's not even embroidered. It's just one of the fucking iron-on ones. And I only wear it because it was a gift. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't burn it. I still have it. 
And I still have my Lions hat. I still have my Detroit City hat and everything. I didn't burn anything. I just, I was, I believe, I think there's a chance that they can get in. And we'll talk about that when the, when the NFC playoff picture comes up, that topic of discussion. It was just, it was just, it was horrible. It was a horrible feeling. I've never felt that bad in my whole life. Not even when, like, a neighbor died or a family member died. Like, this was worse. This was wow. Like, hold on, hold on. You can tell you're from the Midwest when you care that a neighbor dies. <laughs> like, my neighbor died yesterday. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Kind of close to it. Well, whoa, that's I mean, that's crazy. We'll talk about that afterwards. <laughs> but no, like you know, I'm from a really like super small town, middle of fucking nowhere, literally. And uh, so, you, I mean, you get close to the people that are close to you. Uh, it's just I think I think like use a good word, the phrase. Uh, excuse me. Uh, couldn't seize the opportunity. That's. It's going to be like the narrative of the Lions season if they don't make the playoffs. We touched on it, you know, back. It's going to be the narrative even if they make the playoffs if they well, don't win the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, McCown's out. I mean, excuse me, Cutler's out. Rodgers is out. Minnesota can't find a quarterback. Cutler's out. <clears throat> I'm talking about he's back now. I'm talking about the opportunity. Okay. Like, the, the Lions, didn't, this is the only game they blew along the way. I mean, this is just probably the end and they've had three or four games in these last five weeks where if they handle business i mean they're 10 and three right now and this season has a whole different outlook but you know they, they ian said they'd pull the same old lion shit and uh so the season opportunity narrative that's what they're gonna look back and say wow we really had a chance this year we really did. And it's hard for me to get behind the lines when you can't finish ahead of the Bears and the Packers and they both and each team lost their franchise quarterback for an extended period of time and you had your number one guy every snap this whole season. Yeah. And you but, still finished third. Yeah, but Cutler Cutler being gone I don't think is really an opportunity when it turns out uh Josh McCown apparently is uh a hell of a fill in. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he, he I mean, did well. I mean, looking at it, I, at that point, yeah, I understand. Definitely Josh McCown played well, but still, I mean, still Josh McCown. I mean, you should be able to beat the Bears. Which I, I, Look, the Patriots aren't losing to Josh McCown. The Niners aren't going to lose to Josh McCown. Like, the Seahawks, the Saints, these good teams aren't going to lose to him. They're going to beat him. And, they, you know, the Lions had their opportunity, and they just don't let it go, man. It's sad to see because I just, as a Cowboy fan, I see that. But the Lions, you know. They just do I'm, just, I'm just like young Daniel right now, just <coughs> full of hope, and then it just it's <clears throat> taken away. Yes, and you'll become old and callous and mean and hateful and hate everyone <laughs> in the league. I I will never ever not be a Lions fan. I know that for sure. I you know I, I'm I'm a very proud individual, and it goes back to my Finnish heritage. I'm I'm pretty sure. But I'm I'm very proud of everything that I believe in, and I I mean I just want one before I die. I just want one. <laughs> I want Red Wings can win or lose or do whatever they want because I've seen them win a cup, and like the only thing I can equate this loss to is the Red Wings losing the 2009 Stanley Cup Finals Game Seven to the Penguins. That hurt so bad, and the, I mean. That's the only thing that I can equate this to because those are the two. Mo- 
Okay, I've, I haven't had any, like, real close family members die or any, like, real traumatic experience like that happen. Those are the, the two, the top two most painful experiences in my life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which, I mean, that's a good thing, right? Like, yeah. It's a good thing. <clears throat> wow, life. But, um. Their kids in yeah. Iraq just threw up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you, American swine. <laughs> oh, man, we should have a podcast just for Daniel's accents. Like, this is where Daniel attends the sound from. Where does he actually sound from? <laughs> the Daniel accent hour. <laughs> uh, but a lot of people are calling for Schwartz's head, and I agree. I think he should be fired. Well, I would if I thought that there were any good options outside of Schwartz at this point. And there's not. Cowher's not coming back to coach. Gruden's not coming back to coach. If he was, he would have taken the money on a way more talented team. That's just, I mean, both of those coaches. And there's no good college coaches coming out. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to fire fire Jim Schwartz in this situation. Give him a one. No, 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 he's got to go. What if uh, he's, he's got to go? Schwartz if, has got to go. What if they could get Shanahan? No, <clears throat> Shanahan. You see what Shanahan did to the fucking Redskins? He the the Redskins are all fucked up right now, and he claims that it was because they didn't give him complete control. That was a part of his fucking contract. When he signed well, it, he wouldn't sign unless they gave him complete control of that franchise, and he fucked it up. So fuck Shanahan. No, I don't want Mike Shanahan coaching my team. All right. Well, that that should segue us has off got of the Lions. To go. All right. So that Shanahan hate can segue us off of the Lions if you want to get away from that. Can you guys hear me? I feel like I'm. Hello. Yeah, we Hello? can hear you. We can hear you huh. repeatedly trying to talk over both of us. I'm not trying to talk over anyone. I'm, you know, I'm trying to get in my thing on Schwartz. Okay, I have you, to think of Schwartz. Has some Schwartz things. Yeah, and you, right. you said it three times, and we heard you, and then you said it again I, I when hear, both of us were trying to talk. I didn't hear him. No, I'm having to say what I'm saying. I don't think you guys are hearing me. I was trying to get in there with some Schwartz stuff, and, uh, you know, I had a little thing. And, uh, you right, know. Say your thing. Say your thing. Ready. Ready. I'm ready. You guys ready? Yep. You uh, can't trust a man with a salt and pepper fuck. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so important. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we talked about Shanahan, so let's uh, just real We quick. get it. Let's segue off the Lions to the Redskins. Come on. Let's go. Can I just Shoot. say one more thing? Oh, for God's sake. Yes. Just real quick. Stop hating on Matthew Stafford. He's pissed off, and he was throwing angry at the end of the game. He's going to learn from this situation, all right? He's not going to throw angry anymore. The reason he threw that last interception is because he tried to throw the ball 300 miles an hour. <laughs> and it didn't work. He threw it right to the defender. All right, just fucking lay off of him. Stafford's a good quarterback. There's 25 teams in the NFL that would take Stafford right now if given the opportunity. 25? Yeah. That's, another, that's another topic, another topic, another topic. Another yeah, topic. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned coming to... 19? Okay, another topic, man. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned coming to the defense of of the lines a little bit. Uh, 
that why is it the quarterback's job to win the game, but it's never the defense's job? The defense did, I mean, pretty much all you could ask for after they crossed the 50-yard line. They stopped. They didn't allow them to score touchdowns. Yeah, after they f- crossed the 50-yard line, but I don't know. I just I feel like that defense could have stepped up more. And maybe not stepped up. I feel like that defense just could have should be a better defense. Like, if that defense is better, this team would have so many less heartbreak losses like this. Honestly, this defense should be able to rip clean through any offensive line in the league. Yeah, but the problem is that's not enough. You've got to, you know, you got to stop the pass. Right, but, I mean, if you pressure the quarterback, you're going to make him make bad throws. And then that that, that takes a little bit of the weight off the DBs. Because if they're just fucking slinging it up there, you know, you could have any fucking, any Joes from fucking wherever playing DB, and they'll be able to make a pick. The The problem is, is Gunther Cunningham. Gunther Cunningham is way beyond his time. You know, he was a good coach a thousand years ago, but <laughs> it's 2013, dude. Do you remember that, you Daniel? Know? Well, I, I've been trying. I uh, I got dropped twice. I called back like four times, and I came back to Gunther Cunningham's a terrible quarterback. Do you remember that, Daniel? I was like, huh? What's going on? I never said he was a terrible quarterback. I said he was a terrible defensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> And that too. Yeah, no, that. the joke was that he was he was <clears throat> a thousand years ago, and I was making a joke that you're old. Oh, Gunther Cunningham. Yeah, yeah he's the coach. He's the DC the uh, Chiefs, right? DC the Chiefs. He used to be. Yeah. He's your guy's DC right now. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, fire, uh, fire shorts. Let's segue to the Redskins. Let's go. All right, so uh, just a quick little bit of housekeeping on the Redskins. We don't have, like, a ton to say. Just uh, – or I, I don't, anyway. Uh, RG3 is done for the season. Kirk Cousins looked pretty good in his first game. Better than RG3? Uh, yeah. Right now, Kirk Cousins gives them a better chance to win than RG3, the way he's been playing so far. So, Moving on. Yeah, pretty much. All right, uh, playoff uh, picture. Uh, Wait, we segue off the Lions for that? Like, that's why we left the Lions to go for – 10 seconds of Redskins? Well, the reason I was trying to get off the Lions is because we've talked for almost an hour already on just the, the Lions and the Packers in Dallas. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this, is, uh, I mean, how is that different from anything else we've done all season? That's, well, I mean, so <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the point, but. Okay. Uh, playoff picture. Let's go, bud. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a little fired up. A little fired up. Let's okay, go. so let's, let's talk about the AFC first. Um. The Broncos, the Colts, and the Chiefs have all clinched yes. playoff spots. Oh, that was answer no question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel is excited for the AFC playoffs. <clears throat> we know what's going to happen. Dolphins and Ravens, they're going to be the wild cards. You think so? Yeah. So, so you're saying the, the Broncos, the Patriots, the Bengals, and the Colts win their divisions? I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. Wow. I mean, the Dolphins or the Ravens will be the okay, wild card because okay. the Chiefs. You try to set me up because it's, it's mathematically impossible that either one of those teams can catch the Chiefs. Well, no, I realized that about the same time you did. Like as I was asking you the question, I realized, wait a minute, that's not mathematically possible. But um, no, I'm just. Can I'm we just talk trying about? To... Can we talk about what's important? 
And that's the Jacksonville Jaguars just got eliminated from the playoffs this week. Yeah, that's pretty sad that it took that long. I mean, I feel like they're four and ten. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how how did it take this long? They started what is zero and eight, zero and six. Something like they that. started the season. I mean, that's nuts that they hung in there. And I mean, there was a laundry list of things every week that had to go right for them to even have a chance. And here we are. Fucking week 16, finally saying the 4-10 and 10 Jacksonville Jaguars are not going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> we got to remember for like a week, everyone in the AFC that wasn't a division leader was like, in Kansas City were like 4-6, you know? Like, so, <laughs> even though Jacksonville's like 2-8, they're only like two games back. Yeah, it's 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 a combination of weak division, weak conference for the most part. Like there's a couple of teams leading that conference and then everybody else is either like there's not even many mediocre teams. Like there's there's a lot of uh between 7 and 9 win teams in the NFC. Uh that's not the case in the AFC at all. I would just like to apologize to Jacksonville and their five fans. <laughs> about how I talked about them this season, how I dismissed them regularly, how I refused to pick their games. Because it turned out they were not the worst team of all time. Or even they're, close to they're, it. They're a team with very little talent, but their coaching staff uh, has to give them a lot of confidence. Because if they can do what they did with as little coaching, or as little talent as they have on their team, if that coaching staff, that coaching staff can turn that team into into wins... And they got to they got to feel pretty good about that because once they get some talent on that team, they might be a pretty scary team. Oh, the problem, if that is, coach the problem is they have to rebuild that team before that coaching falls apart. Because what happens a lot in the league is other teams will notice, hey, you know, the Jaguars as a team sucked, but uh, their coaches were pretty good. Let's, you know, let's sign some of their coaches. Let's pick that coaching staff apart, or you know, one like maybe one of those Jaguars coaches will get offered the job in, in, you know, Washington or in Detroit or something, you know, that happens a lot. I don't think they look at it like, hey, that Jacksonville team is getting pretty good as far as coaches go. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, I don't think maybe we're grabbing coaches off a six and 10 staff. Like, oh, I gotta get this. Maybe my linebackers coach. Coach well, them up. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I guess I'm not saying that like, Immediately, they will take like the offensive or the defensive coordinator from the Jaguars and make him, you know, the head coach of the Lions. But a lot of times, guys like that will get like assistant jobs on teams that are doing well, and then eventually, you know, get a better job somewhere else. I, I know you're saying, but you didn't say it very well, so we're making fun of that. I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree with that. I said it terribly. <laughs> Let's make fun of him because he made it easy. <laughs> All right, so so let's talk about who we who we think's gonna make it into the playoffs from the AFC. Then, like I said, uh, the Broncos, the Colts, and the Chiefs have already clinched. Um, uh, Ian, right now the division leaders are the Patriots and the Bengals, and the Broncos and the Colts, but they're already clinched, so we're not worrying about that. So the Patriots and the Bengals, do you think they'll both win out their divisions? Uh, I think so. I think that's a pretty safe bet. You know, yeah, the Bengals are right, and and you know the Patriots are. The fucking Patriots, so they're going to get in the playoffs. I told you, Ian, the Bengals aren't going to beat the Steelers on Sunday night. Told you. You just got to rub it in. Every week. Every week, this fucking guy. He's got to say something. (laughs) Just fucking gets under my skin. Oh, man. Okay, so the Dolphins aren't going to make it in then if the Patriots keep it. Um, So, 
Huh? Well, I, mean, be, I, I guess be, they could. I guess be, they could get that wild card spot. I mean, like, what is really about? awesome. It would be really awesome to see the Dolphins in the playoffs. Like, that would be really cool. It would. It would. So right now the Ravens have that other wild card spot because the Chiefs have one clinched. Um, do we? Do the we Ra- think the Ravens are going to hold that or? Uh, the Ravens, they bail the tiebreaker, right? Because they beat Miami earlier, so. They have that going for them. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the Ravens, man. I've given up with this team. I mean, they're like okay. Well, the Ravens' last two games are against uh, the Patriots and the Bengals. If that helps, they could be they could be both teams and then lose in the first round of playoffs, and I would not be shocked. I, like, you, oh, well, you really think the Ravens can beat the Patriots and the Bengals? Well, they've beaten the Patriots like five out of the last seven times they played them. I mean, I don't know. I. I just I don't see like I think this Ravens team like barely squeaked one out against Detroit, who I think is a good team this year, with some struggles. I, I just I with two other teams as good as this, as good as New England and Cincinnati. I have you paid attention to the Ravens? This is what they do the whole season. Like Flacco throws seven picks in a game and they win. You're like twenty three twenty. You're like what the. How is this team winning? How are they doing it? Ray Rice can't run the ball. Like, all right, but here's the team. terrible. Here's the team they've they've won against: Cleveland, yeah. Houston, Miami, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, the Jets, Two. Pittsburgh, and Minnesota and Detroit. Most of those teams aren't very good. Three of those teams are good. Yeah, I say I take three of those. Three of those are good wins. All right. You know, and like I said, these are you know, like I wouldn't be shocked if they won both those games. I wouldn't be shocked if they won one and lost one, and Miami won one and lost one, and Ravens get up. But I think <clears throat> who the Dolphins played the last two weeks. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, I just, they I play. Think oh man, I okay. So looking at this, I think the Dolphins have a much better shot. Uh, they play at Buffalo and then at home against the Jets. Oof. They do get some. Uh, they do get a little, uh, little, little cookies. Little yeah, cookies there. Little, uh, little tasty morsels. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But if the uh, if the Ravens went if the Ravens went out, I mean they're going to carry that momentum going into the playoffs. If they beat both of those teams, both of those playoff teams, that they're going to feel fucking awesome going into the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean, feeling Here. awesome, I feel like will only get you so far <clears throat> against you know teams like the Broncos, the Colts, the Chiefs. The Patriots. The Colts have shown weakness. The Colts could be a, a one-and-out team. Like, they could get kicked out in the first round. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, of the teams who've clinched, I certainly think they're the weakest, yeah. Or of the teams who even look poised to be in the playoffs, I think they're the weakest. I think if the Bengals play the Colts, the Bengals win. I think I think the Colts are definitely the weakest team to have clinched already. And then coming in a close second is the Chiefs, because the Chiefs have shown weakness as well. Yeah, they've been terrible yeah, that, the last five weeks. Yeah, their defense uh, has has certainly given them some troubles. Jamal Charles can't put the team on his back every week like he did this week. Jamal Charles turned into Megatron out of nowhere. Yeah, that was insane. Man, Shout out there, but he swung a couple of fantasy playoff weekends. Yeah, he. Uh, I think in in ESPN standard leagues he had like fifty points or something. No, I had like seventy six, I think, something ridiculous like that. Not in standard leagues. I'm just making up numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, Dolphins have a better chance again, and I'd say that because uh, the Jets and the Bills. But 
<clears throat> like I said, I just wouldn't be shocked either way now. I mean, Justin Tucker banging home 61 yarders. When, he, when the kickers are banging 61 yarders on the road on Monday night, you, you kind of look at the team like maybe they got a little something going. You know, maybe they'll find a way. So I feel like the on the road doesn't matter so much when it's in a dome. You always get credit when you're doing something off your turf, man. You know, when you're. I, I mean, I, I guess I, yeah. It, it probably matters a little more for kickers being on the road than it does for some other positions, just because like the turf does come into play quite a bit. Yeah, kickers. Let's talk about kickers <laughs> for a second, eh? Oh man, what have we done? I went straight Canadian there. Holy fuck! <laughs> I think Justin. I think Justin Tucker's has. He's breaking through the kicker mold. He's he's starting to get to that point where you you can discuss him and feel like a man. Yeah, you know what my favorite part about Justin Tucker is? <coughs> he owns Amazing himself on his answer. own. No, he owns himself on his own fantasy team. <laughs> Did you catch that after the game? He congratulated everybody who owns him in fantasy, and then he said, "Which includes me." Did he take himself like first pick? Like, because uh, then I would respect it. <laughs> I I also heard after the game. I I read this. It said uh, John. Uh, Harbo asked him, he said, are we going for it or are we kicking it? And he said, I, I got, got this. this. Yeah. Holy. Like, I want to hate him so fucking bad. The balls on that guy. It, it barely, <laughs> that kick was barely in. Like, oh, I want to hate him so bad, but I can't because he's a kicker and I love kickers. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you didn't see that kick, uh, watch the highlight. If you didn't see that kick, how the hell did you find this podcast? Hey, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a fair point. All right, so that's the <laughs> that's the AFC playoff picture then. Uh, let's move on to the NFC. Uh, and the only team to have clinched in the NFC so far is the Seahawks. That's crazy. Week 16 and only one team in the NFC is clinched. Well, There's like five, ten win teams floating out there right now. Yeah, this this division is, or this, <coughs> this conference, excuse me, is a lot closer. Um, there are one, two, three, four, five, six teams between seven and nine wins, uh, and with two games left, being two games behind is not you know that big of a deal. So there's a there's a lot of teams still in the hunt in this uh, in this conference. Uh, right now, the division leaders are the Seahawks, the Saints, the Eagles, and the Bears. And if the playoffs were today, the wild cards would be the Panthers and the Niners. Yeah, I, I, I mean, could see a... that seeing. I could, I could see that being how the season ends too. I could totally see all those teams getting into the playoffs at the end of the year. I mean, imagine you just win your division, and you're like, "Oh man, I made the playoffs!" And week like first round, like you get the Niners because they come to you. Fuck! Like, man, why did we even win our division? We should have been a wild card. I, I mean, I would, I would rather get the Niners than the Panthers. I don't know. Either, I mean, either one of those teams. I mean, you're the Bears. You're Jay Cutler. You get the Niners in, coming into town. Oh, you get the, the the Panthers coming into town. That's just scary. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're both pretty terrifying. I mean, <laughs> like this, this conference, the playoffs are going to be like insane. I feel like. Okay, so next question. Do you take the Eagles or do you take the Niners slash Panthers? If you had, if you had a, you know, a Eagles versus. Oh, I take the Panthers. Slash Niners over the yeah. Eagles, right? Yeah. And would you you do the same against the Bears, wouldn't you? Uh, would. Well, I don't, I don't think the Bears are going to win the division. And I'm not saying that because I think the Packers are going to. I think 
Uh, after this week, I'll make that decision. But I think the Lions still have a pretty strong shot. And I'm actually, like, if the if Green Bay doesn't make it, I'm actually kind of pulling for the Lions. If the Lions get off the deck, I'll be shocked. I think they're done. I think they're apt. I think they can, the heart can take no mass. Okay, but, like, I mean, what if what if they prove you wrong? What if they, they win the division? Do you think they lose in the first round then? I mean, it's it. Like you said, no matter who speaking, they get, it's a pretty tough. Yeah, matchup, they're done. So. Hypothetically, if they, I mean, they're not. I won't just completely <coughs> dismiss them hypothetically because I don't think the Lions are making the playoffs. But because they have Calvin, they have, yeah, they have offense. They'll be at home. They can score with anybody. Uh, so I, I there's a case to be made, and I'd feel better about them versus the Panthers slash Niners. In this scenario, but I'm I'm not taking them. I'm not, I'm not putting faith in them either. Yeah, I think um, probably if Green Bay doesn't have Aaron Rod, like if Green Bay were to be in the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers somehow, um, I think like of all the NFC North teams, the Lions would have the best shot to you know go deep into the playoffs or to you know at least make it out of the first round. Even with Rodgers, I don't. I, you haven't watched a lot of Lions game this year, Drew. Actually, I, I've I've watched a couple. I've watched quite a few. For the Lions to make it all the way to the Super Bowl, every single player in that or every single person in that organization is going to have to dig deep and fucking empty the tank. I every all fifty three players, every every coach, and everybody in the front office is just going to have to pour everything into that season. It, what's what's left of the season if they want to even make it to the Super Bowl? I think if the Lions can make the playoffs, they have a much better shot of of getting out of the first round or getting farther in the playoffs than the Bears do, like hands down. I mean, uh, the Bears or the Lions, or the Lions. I mean, excuse me, the Bears or the Packers. I don't, I don't. But any of those three teams, I think that play the the Eagles. Excuse me, the Niners slash Panthers. They're not beating. None of those teams have beaten those guys. None of them. No, those teams are better than the other. And home field doesn't mean like it doesn't mean the same thing it used to in the playoffs. So, I, I, whoever wins the NFC North is one and done. Bottom line, do the Lions have a better chance? Yeah, okay, they do have a better chance. So instead of zero percent, they're five percent. But if Carolina wins this week, they're playing the same. <laughs> if they win this week, they take control of that division, and then the Saints become the wild card. Yeah, then that, that's that an equally everything. difficult team. Well, I mean, the Saints on the road aren't as good, though. So, like, if now, if you're the Bears and you get the Saints at home on the road, you know. Yeah, if, Saints... you, if, if it's Bears, Saints, and Chicago, uh, I don't feel so bad about the Bears' chances then. No, definitely not. Now, you give me Lions, Saints in the Dome, I don't know. Man, I'm like, uh-oh, this could be. Yeah, either way. This is going to be a 1,000-point game. Yeah, that's what they. That's what happened two years ago when they, when they <coughs> finally made it to the postseason. They played the uh, the Saints, and you know I, it was a closer game than it should have been. It was like you know like twenty eight thirty four or something like that. I can't quite remember, but I mean it was a pretty high scoring affair. It might have even been more than that. It might have been like thirty to thirty eight, but I thought like forty two thirty five or something like that. Yeah, it was pretty high scoring, but I mean I knew going in that the the Saints were going to win that game. The fact of the matter is. Which team is a is a is a harder wild card to play the 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 Panthers or the Saints? The Panthers. Why is that? Uh, 
Yeah, Panthers. No, yeah, Panthers. Yeah, I just, I just honestly feel like the Panthers are just a better team than the Saints. I think they're, you know, on both sides of the ball, they have a, they have a good offense. They have a better defense than the Saints. Young defense. Listen, young defense though. A defense that's never made it to the postseason. The Saints are experienced in the postseason. They've made it there three, four years in a row now. Well, they make it last year, but I understand your thing. I just think, I just but, think, yeah. I just think that the, the the Panthers are a team that's built to travel well. Like they have the things they do well. You can play. You can go on the road and accomplish those things. Because the thing the Panthers do well, like run the ball. Play defense, you know that that that's applicable in a dome on a turf, cold weather, hot weather, hot weather. Excuse me, it doesn't matter. When sometimes those dome teams go on the road and they don't have the fast track and ideal conditions, they tend to struggle. I mean, the Saints played the Seahawks on the road that year. The Seahawks were seven and nine, and Marshawn Lynch said the boom. Uh, I think only one dome team has won the Super Bowl. That would be the Saints. So. <clears throat> Ideally, if you're a, a a team at home in that wild card weekend, you want a dome team to come in to to play you if you play outdoors. If the Lions lose this week, they're out. No. If the Bears and the Packers both win this week, along with the Lions, the Lions are out. Yep. If the Lions win and both the Bears and the Packers lose, Detroit once again takes control of the NFC North and they hold their own destiny in their hand. If either the Bears or the Packers win and Detroit wins, they need, like, say the Bears win this week and the Packers lose, they would need the Packers to win next week for Detroit to get into the playoffs. I think that's what's most likely to happen, actually. For the Bears to win this week, the Lions to win this week, the Packers to lose, and then the Packers to beat the Bears next week. That would be amazing, and I would be forever indebted to the Packers. (laughs) (laughs) So keep Who's in mind, the Lions, the Lions the play Lions. the Giants this week, and the Bears play the Eagles. Man, you know, stranger things have happened. Yeah, yeah. I the mean, Lions I, play the Vikings <clears throat> in week 15. Yeah. Matt, Matt Castle in the high score in Vikings? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so let's talk about then uh, what it takes for the Cowboys to get in the playoffs, because it's actually not so hard for them either. Um, if they, oh yes, it is. It's very hard for the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they if they win this week, all of a sudden the Eagles game means nothing, uh, and then it comes down to uh, the week after when it's uh, what is it? Cowboys Eagles. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll humor. I'll humor you. I'll humor you. Um, <laughs> I've, never, I've never met two guys who loathe their own teams. As much, I mean, I guess in Ian's defense, he usually doesn't loathe his team this much, but Drew, Drew, you've never been heartbroken by a team before. I your mean, star it... quarterback went down. You had seven weeks to prepare for your team not making the playoffs. <laughs> Both of our teams are stringing us along. Like yeah, maybe we'll make it. You don't think Green Bay's stringing me along right now? Like they've got a shot at the playoffs Fuck every no, every got... week with Aaron Rodgers. It's a dick tease. Is he going to be back? No, he's not. Oh wait, maybe he is. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a dick tease, Drew. <laughs> every week Matt Flynn starts, and you think they're not making the playoffs. You know, every week Detroit and Dallas go into play somewhere, and you're like, maybe. <laughs> 
and okay. it's a glimmer of hope. And then it just each each week they I get like six new gray hairs. I swear to God, I'm 22 years old. <laughs> I should be getting gray hairs, but I do, and it's because of them goddamn Honolulu Blue Lions. Anyway, yeah, uh, Cowboys. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Daniel was talking about humoring us. I'm we're, a little bit. We're, we're, we're back. We're back. We're back over here now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they'll probably lose. To the, they'll probably beat the Redskins. And uh, the Eagles will do whatever. And then the Eagles and the Cowboys will play each other. And the Cowboys will be down, too. They'll be at midfield. And Romo will throw a pick. And that'll be the end of the season. So. They'll they'll be playing that week seventeen game in Dallas. Do you think that so that helps at all, or does it not matter? It doesn't matter at all. Have you what home field advantage? Okay, that's yeah. Well, made. that was my point. That's why I was asking. <coughs> like Jackson. Hey, first of all, stop leading. Defense. Don't lead. Don't, don't lead me in the answers. Okay, buddy, don't do that. All right, you you, you ain't Perry Mason. You ain't Columbo. <laughs> you ain't Matt Locke. No, I'm not trying to lead you in the answers. I'm the same like, Boston legal. That's you're what pra- I w- you're Dylan McDermott from the practice. That's what I was okay. thinking, and I wanted to see if you thought the same thing, or if you you're thought it not... might help them to be playing in the dome as opposed to be playing in you know Philadelphia. Like, is it a good thing that this is their home game against Philadelphia as opposed to their away game? There's nothing good about the Cowboys. There's nothing good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. Tony Romo, Tony Romo is a good quarterback. All right, there's a reason he's getting paid the big mucho bucks, and it's not because fucking uh, what the fuck is Jerry Jones? Jerry Jones is a fucking idiot. I mean, he is an idiot, but that's not the reason uh, <clears throat> Tony Romo's making the bucks. That last pick, he had a chance to drive him down the field, and that last pick was not his fault. Beasley didn't turn around to see the ball. Uh, he. He audibled out of the original play. I'm not sure what the original play was, but Tony Romo audibled out of the original play into that one. And Beasley didn't if, – if Beasley would have turned to see the ball, if he was a more experienced receiver, he would have seen that ball. He would have caught it. It would have been no, a first down. No, he no, probably would have attacked in bounds, but, and the clock would have been running, but he could have got up and spiked it. It would have been a first down. Yes, Drew. Sure. No, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I, was, I was thinking of the, uh, the pick to shields, not the, the pick at the end there. No, it, it was the one where he had a chance, and the yep. the graphic popped up on the screen. He's led 19 game-winning drives in the fourth quarter. Yep. And then, <laughs> 21. 21? Yes. Oh, okay, whatever. <clears throat> the thing is, <clears throat> Daniel, Danny, do you want to say something? <laughs> I uh, clear my throat. I wasn't saying anything. I said I said to clear it. I'm sorry. Oh, you guys okay. <laughs> okay. You could have done that away from your mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember how before we started recording, I told you about the mute button. What's that there, Anselme? <laughs> <laughs> um, for the world, that is not my black man from the south in the '60s. It's my foghorn leghorn, and I can understand. <laughs> How you cannot differentiate between the two. Oh, holy shit. But blame, blame Looney Tunes, not me. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Are we ready to make our picks for this week? Yeah. Cowboys. 
Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start off. Uh, Dolphins at Bills. <clears throat> Dolphins at Bills. Who do you think I got? Yeah, the fucking Bills. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. Uh, I have to stick to my guns. Uh, the Dolphins, sure. Why not? Uh, I'm also taking the Dolphins. Uh, then we got the Vikings at the Bengals. Uh, I'd like to see the Vikings win, but I think the Bengals got this one. Matt Castle got 48 last week. Matt Castle gets 8 this week. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm going to take the Bengals on that one. Uh, we got the Browns at the Jets. Toss-up. Uh, Do you want us to come back to you? Jets. Okay. You say yes or you said the Jets? He said Jets. Okay. Uh, all hail the mighty Josh Gordon, who helped me win my fantasy championship. Wait, your fantasy league is already done? Yeah, we don't do the last two weeks because you never know. You know, guys, teams clinch at 12-0. and 0, They stop playing star quarterbacks. It's ridiculous. I'm not sitting here riding Peyton the whole season. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I'm not playing week 16. Well, fuck you, Peyton. Wow. <clears throat> so, Our play I can see you feel play. very strongly about that. No, because you know what? When I first started playing fantasy, I, like, had all, you know, had I had Peyton a lot. And generally, the Colts would be thirteen and one, and they said Peyton week fifteen, and that's you know, excuse me, week sixteen. I was championship time, and I'm playoff. Yeah. No, I know exactly how you feel. I lost several championships that way, the exact then, same way with Peyton Manning. Yeah. And I'm picking up Curtis Painter. <laughs> okay, well then that's your fault. If you're picking up Curtis Painter trying to get yourself a championship, that's your own fault. Let me tell you something. Week sixteen, people know that you have no Peyton. People just start grabbing up quarterbacks <laughs> in the way you are. Especially when you're talking vicious smack on the on the message board. Well, then so. you oh, you got to carry a backup before that then. All right. Uh, enough fantasy. Uh, I am taking the Browns in this game. I didn't pick my team. Yeah, you did. You said all – you were talking about Josh Gordon. You were gonna I know, but I was going to pick the Jets, though. Because I don't want I don't want Rex Ryan to get fired. You, no, you're just <laughs> doing that now because I assumed you were going to pick the Browns and you refused <laughs> to let me be right. <laughs> I don't know. That's the one Rex trying to get fired. Good. He seems like such a cool dude. I know, man. They're gonna He's fire got this him, weird man. thing with feet, but, I mean, everybody's got something weird, you know? It's a thing. All right, so you two are taking the Jets. I'm taking the Browns. Uh, next up, we've got the Cowboys at the Washington professional football team. Cowboys. That's all. Pass. Oh, you already <laughs> You already made your pick earlier. Uh, Redskins, Are really? Professional football, professional football team. Is that really who you're taking? <laughs> the Cowboys will win this game. No, they won't. They'll they'll lose it. They'll lose it. Thirty-five ten. You're just 10, like 10. the Cowboys. You can't make up your mind if you want to win a game or lose a game. Yeah. <laughs> I just want us to go three and thirteen. Just like okay, stop with these cock tees. Eight and eight. Jesus Christ! It's like dating a girl who's like. 30 pounds overweight. Like, man, if she just lost 30 pounds, she'd be so fucking hot. <laughs> Jesus. Do you know why? Do you know why they, they outweigh the eight? I don't know why. Because it puts them in the middle of the league. So all they uh, – when the, when the draft comes around, all they draft is, like, average, average first-round players. So they can't ever get real good. 
if the Cowboys had average first round players on this team, that would be a marked up improvement. <laughs> Daniel's just full of the hate today. That I mean, that was just a shot in the dark for me. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know a lot. I, I know more than the the casual fan about football, but I'm mainly just the Lions expert. And I said that, okay, nobody saw that, but I said that as I was putting my aviator sunglasses on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right, so, Daniel, what's your official pick on this one, man? Redskins. Wow. All right. 28-17. Wow. All right, so I'm going to take the Cowboys in that one. Uh, Next up, we got the Broncos at the Texans. You're insane if you don't pick the Broncos in this game. Yeah, you're a mess. Yeah. Texans. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That was Daniel's yeah. cue. Honestly, sir. Yeah, I'll go Texans. I think uh, Broncos lose this game and Chiefs overtake them. <clears throat> All right, uh, uh, I'm Daniel, just... you're picking games like me now. Not <laughs> here. There's no so hope over here. Hope. There's just no hope. And there's hate in my heart. Whatever. Team that has some sort of hope to feel my pain. Whatever room Daniel is in right now is cold and lonely, and there's no hope. It's just. It's not even a room. It's just a room of walls. It's not. It's just walls. Daniel, I'm with you. a room then, but. (laughs) Daniel, me and you can relate now. I'm with you. I feel you, bro. You, no, you, you still have joy, and I don't want you to be where I'm at, cold, callous, and hateful. <laughs> I want you to still have your golden locks and your light blue eyes and look out into the world with such... Uh, okay, your Matthew, your Matthew well, Stafford-like well, profile. Okay, I, I'll admit, when my hair gets a little lettuced out, I do look a little bit like Stafford, <laughs> but I do not have blue eyes. I have one bluish eye and one greenish eye. Thank you very much. Well... It worked well for where I was going, and people can't see your lovely face, so, you know, I had to see it. All right, all right, all right. I'm taking the Broncos. Let's move on. I look like a giant baby. Nobody wants to see that. (laughs) We got the Titans at the Jaguars. You are a giant baby. I look like a giant baby who drew a beard on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Look like a giant baby who fell face first into a mud puddle, and the only place it stuck was on my chin. <laughs> okay, wait. Who? Okay, who are we picking now? Broncos and Tigers. What? Knicks and Celtics. Go. <laughs> Celtics. We Celtics. Knicks. We are currently picking uh, Titans at Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars. Little did you know, the Titans 4-12 in their division the last three weeks, three years, excuse me. I don't know what that means, but uh, Titans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also taking the Titans. Uh, we got the Colts at the Chiefs here. I think I picked the Chiefs in this one. I don't have my hotspot on right now, so I can't check, but I'm pretty sure I picked the Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, we can sweep that one. I'm also taking the Chiefs. Uh, next up, we've got the Buccaneers at the Rams. Buccaneers. Rams. I'm also taking the Rams. 
Uh, next up, we got the Saints at the Panthers. Saints. Panthers. Panthers. God damn it. Let's get, let's get in a little annoying, Drew. Okay? <laughs> get a little annoying. Right in my coattails to the top. Do you want me to go first? Like, I put these picks in <laughs> earlier. Uh, like, Ian texted me his pictures of his picks, like, earlier, what? earlier, earlier, like, long before we were recording. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Ian sent you pictures of what? <laughs> I sent you pick pics. <laughs> yeah, he sent me hot, steamy pick pics. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, it did sound like you may or may not have said dick pics. I, I did not. <laughs> but but your enthusiasm is noted. It's pretty common saying, pick picks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up we got the Giants at the Lions. Oh, God. Lions. Sweep it. Sweep it. Just sweep it. Yeah, we're sweeping it for the Lions here. Uh, next up we've got the Cardinals at the Seahawks. I just want to say that feels real good that you guys – you just thought <laughs> about just sweep it, guys. Sweep it. <laughs> Makes me feel okay. Who's in this one? Cardinals. Who? Uh, we got Cardinals. Seahawks. Seventy sixers uh, and Lakers. I'm not. Uh, fucking, this is not basketball, Daniel. God damn it! Yeah, if you want to do a basketball podcast, no one's stopping you. <laughs> <laughs> no one's helping either. Um, Cardinals. <laughs> Seahawks. Inside joke there. Um. Oh uh, wow. Man, the Cardinals can't believe they, they 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 spit the bit last week. I cannot believe they lost in overtime to the Titans. I thought they were going to be right there the whole way, but Carson Palmer, you know Cinderella, the glass slippers up. Time to turn back. Time to turn back into Carson Palmer, baby. Seahawks. You just said all that before you said you just said Carson's Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show it's one sixteen on the Eastern Coast. I've had NyQuil, so, you know. All right, so Daniel's taking the Seahawks. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks. That's what you said. Oh, okay. Daniel's taking the Seahawks. Uh, Ian, you were taking the Seahawks too? Yeah. All right, we can sweep that one. I'm taking the Seahawks. Uh, next up, we got the Steelers at the Packers. You, like, you build all this suspense. You're like, Daniel's taking the Seahawks. What are you taking, Ian? <laughs> well, you well, you can sweep that one because I'm taking the Seahawks. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I need the Steelers to win this game. So I'm going to take, take Big Ben Rapisberger in the Steelers. Two rapping jokes. Two rape jokes. How about that one? <laughs> oh, my God. I just had a coughing fit. I had to, like, mute it. I was over here dying just now. Oh, God. There's tears in my eyes. Um, <laughs> Steelers, just because I pick against the Packers oh, as much as I can because I hate Drew. So. <laughs> Steelers. Uh, uh, I'm going to take the Packers in this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a big surprise. <laughs> Every hold on, week, uh, hold on. Wait, I just want. It's the not like I built. Sure. Okay, it's not like I built it up. I wasn't trying to be suspenseful. I just said I'm taking the Packers, and then I'm trying to move on. And you guys want to? I don't even know what you want to do. 
But you said you said this one as if you as if you never pick against the Packers because because I guess I'll pick the Packers week because I say that like on every single pick because I'm terrible at talking talking we've already established that. I think it's funny that you just tripped over the word talking. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. My words are hard to talk, Ian. (laughs) Another inside joke. All right. So. Every week the picks, it's just, God knows what's going to happen when we start talking about picks, huh? (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up, we got the Raiders at the Chargers. Uh, We already picked this one, didn't we? No, we just now picked the Steelers-Packers, Raiders-Chargers are next. Oh, uh... Why did we pick this game twice? Why did we... <laughs> I feel like I feel like we already picked this. One. We didn't. I'm going down the list. There's no way we could have possibly picked this one already. Oh, I picked it earlier. We picked it early in the season, like maybe like week three. Oh, okay. Chargers. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I have a flashback to <laughs> go. Ian has Oakland Raiders specific PTSD. I've got my eye on you, McGloin. <laughs> Uh, I got the uh, I got the Chargers. You know, I just want to say something real quick about uh, Philip Rivers. I always hated the guy until I saw his interview on Thursday Night Football with the whole crew, and I kind of like the guy now. I mean, he's just got a real fire, real passion for the game that you you rarely see, and he's able to speak intelligently about the game without stuttering over his words. Like Drew, like, yeah, <clears throat> talking Drew, and. Uh, I mean, he's got seven kids. Did you fucking know that? What? He's got seven of them. He's got seven little Philip Rivers running around. And Philip and Felicia Rivers, whatever. I don't know what the <laughs> Philip is. But yeah, he's got seven. He's got seven little is kids. He, is he like Brady Bunch? Is he Chipper Jones? Or is he Mormon in it? I don't know. I think he just likes to fuck his wife. <laughs> Well, I mean, that was the question: is is are they all from the same woman, or? Oh no, yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. He's okay. a good southern boy. Well, Chipper Jones is a good southern boy. He's got like six baby mamas. Yeah, okay, that's not the definition of good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare besmirch, besmirch the name of Chipper Jones. I just want the world to know that white people have babies out of wedlock too. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Are you accusing me of racism now? Is that what's going on? Yeah, Daniel, no, I, I don't think in a hundred years Ian and I would ever argue with you on that one. I'm just I'm just informing oh yeah. <coughs> I'm just old man Daniel. <laughs> you kids quit fucking on my lawn. Actually I wouldn't be bad to see. It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay, so what are we talking about? Right, I got the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Chargers. Uh, next up, we've got the Patriots at the Ravens. I'm glad I put these sunglasses on because after I did, I became way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> it's like immediate. As I was putting them on, I was becoming funnier. It was, okay, so who now? <coughs> Patriots at Ravens. Oh, Patriots. Ravens. Patriots. Uh, Bears at Eagles. Huh? Bears at Eagles for the Sunday night game. 
Why can't you hear the first time he says the teams? Like, every single time. It's like, huh? <laughs> what game we pick him? He's, he's really busy thinking of funny things to say. Did we pick this game already? I'm trying to be hilarious. I'm, I'm buying yeah. you more time, so I'm doing... I'm, I know. So Bears who? More time. Bears, Eagles. Okay, if there was a cage match... How many <laughs> you think it would <laughs> you think it would take to take out one full grown grizzly bear? Three, four? No. Ten. Cage match? Yeah, cage you're, match. You're serious? Wait, wait, hell in the cell or a cage match? Because cage match, there's no you roof. Know, the, the roof, the the birds can like go up and just like sky bomb his ass. You know what I mean? Okay, neither animal can escape. Jesus fucking Christ! Neither well, animal can escape. Bears versus oh, Eagles. Oh, the Bears will destroy it. You're severely limiting the Eagles' the powers by entrapping it in the cage. Are you kidding me? A, like a golden eagle. Eagles are huge, dude. They just gouge out the Bears' eyes and just start ripping pieces of them off. The Bear can breathe next to the Eagle and it shall die because it's a Bear. And it's Listen, an eagle. Okay. Eagles have, eagles have four switchblades Can we nails. Can I say something? Yeah. This is why I could never submit this podcast in a portfolio in an attempt to get a professional producing job. <laughs> why not? Because of our bear versus eagle conversation. Because this is an NFL podcast and you're talking about cage <laughs> matches between real bears and real eagles. Just, just edit it out. No, I'm leaving it in. It's staying in. This is okay. real shit, all right? <laughs> And why would you want to leave us for some professional job? This no, is way more I'm, fun. I didn't say leave. I I would certainly take you guys with, but this is like this is why I'm insulted. This is why. <laughs> okay, Drew, where do you, where does your where do you lie? Where do your loyalties lie? Do you think a bear or an eagle would win? No, I haven't explained my theory on why the eagle can't win. You just said you're crazy. And move on. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I said you're crazy because you said the bear would breathe on it and it would die. How would the eagle generate enough speed to destroy the bear? Dude, they got knives on their hands. Are you fucking kidding me? The bear has knives in his mouth and his claws. He's not nearly quick enough. If the eagle jumps on his back, what's he going to do? Not feel anything. Their skin is very thick and loose. Yeah. He's got knives on his hands. Yeah, but they're very, very small knives. Oh god, I can't believe I'm fucking arguing this. You can't put a, you can't shoot a bear with a shotgun and kill it, bro. Bears yeah. eat shotgun bullets, bro. Yeah, there's there's no way. You could get ten, twenty eagles in a cage with a bear, the bear's just gonna fucking have a lot of dinner. Yeah, so he may be I mean blocked. it's not gonna happen anyway, because eagles are the national bird of America. <laughs> they oh, would wait. never put him. You guys are Did ridiculous. You say the national bird of America, <laughs> and it's you not like every like... eagle is the national bird of America. Only <coughs> bald eagles. There are other types of eagles. I, I understand that, Drew. I pick a football team. Eagles. Pick a football team. Pick a football Drew, team. I do. I, I know team. eagle. Pick a football team. Quit interrupting me because nobody will be able to hear my important points that I have to make about the eagle. Pick a football team. The, the golden eagle is the fastest okay. bird in the Ian's taking the, the Eagles. Ian's taking the Eagles. I am taking the Eagles. Daniel? Is that a bear? Bears. 
right. And the last, the Monday night game, we got the Falcons at the Niners. Niners. Now, wait a second. Who'd win a Falcon? <laughs> or a pioneer crossing the, the, the middle of America. <laughs> <laughs> that joke almost made that entire previous game's <laughs> fucking banter work. Uh, almost. Well, they had to cross the hard guy trail. No, I'm going Niners, man. Niners. <laughs> yeah, we can sweep that one. That's going to be a pretty boring Monday night game, I think. The pioneer would definitely win. For sure. That game could be super boring if, like, the Panthers lose. If, like, the Cardinals lose and, like, the Niners already clinch. And... Yeah, that game means nothing, and the oh. Niners have, like, nobody out there, and the Falcons are still losing, yeah. Oh, uh, it's like preseason game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Ian, you said you were going to do the, uh, the plugs at the end and that you'd knock them out of the park. I am. All right, here we go. <clears throat> you can follow. Are we done? Is, uh, I just told is, yeah. you to do the plugs, Ian. Okay, great. Uh, you can follow the sister blog, The Cinema Id, uh, on Twitter, at The Cinema Id. The website is thecinemaid.net, and the Facebook is facebook.com slash thecinemaid. And it looks like The Cinemaid. So if you want to keep it kind of sexy when you type it out, you can like say it to yourself when you type it, like The Cinemaid. But it's actually The Cinema Id. <clears throat> As for us, and, well, hold on. And you guys have a podcast at the Cinema Id? Yeah, we do. Actually, it's called TCI, which stands for the Cinema Id. TCI with CT and I, and that's my friend CT, and then me. I'm I because my name starts with I. My name's Ian. So <laughs> <laughs> knocked it out of the park. <laughs> He called his shot, and, and he put it there. <laughs> not done yet. I'm not done oh, yet. Oh, God damn it. Did they have an email? Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. <laughs> <coughs> uh, Holy shit. And, uh, yeah, oh, we're recording fuck. on Saturday. <laughs> we're recording this coming Saturday, and we'll be reviewing the movies Stakeland. And rare exports, a Christmas tale. So these you guys are reviewing blockbusters to uh, draw the people in. Yeah. What that second movie was? Uh, no, I will, I will, I will vouch for the cinema in here. Not just because they're part of this network, but I have listened to their podcast, and it is quite amusing listening to uh, best friends Ian and CT talk about movies, especially uh, like the dinosaur, the uh, Jurassic I, Park episode is pretty good with all the dinosaur talk. I didn't. <laughs> of course, it's good. <laughs> I, I yeah, didn't say it were, wasn't good. Well, they—I mean, they—they're not always talking about like you said the big block, block. Oh my god, I cannot talk the big blockbuster movies. Uh, but they always keep it interesting, so it's it's certainly worth checking out. Oh, thanks, Drew. I appreciate that. Yep. <laughs> and, and coming to the and coming to the id network. Oh, I'm not there. I, it's in the – Daniel, it's in the rundown. Just have some goddamn patience. Oh, I have no idea what's going on right now. I lost control about 20 minutes okay. ago. You I, lost I, control I, 20 minutes ago? I lost control in a <coughs> <coughs> All right. Uh, you can – okay, we're – this is obviously the sports it. 
I mean, you knew it because you're listening to it. It's in the title. We said it ten times before this started. So you can follow us on Twitter at the Sports Id, T H E S P O R T S I D, or you can go to our website, which is the Sports Id, which is T H E S P O R T S I D dot net, or you can go to our Facebook. Daniel, stop. I can't tell if he's crying or laughing. Why are you spelling everything out? What? (laughs) You keep spelling things out. I can't deal with that. (laughs) You found his weakness, Ian. It's spelling. Yo, if you don't... Look, if you motherfuckers can't find the sports end, like, I can't help you, bro. (laughs) I can't help you, man. Daniel is so full of hate. (laughs) No, dude, look seriously. You can find us on Facebook.com, Facebook.com, slash, the sports in. That's T H E S P O T S I P. One more thing. One more thing. A wrestling podcast, which Drew will now talk about because I can't talk anymore. All right, so uh, Daniel and I are going to be starting a wrestling podcast. Uh, what? What? Here on the the Sports Id Network, uh, well, the Id Network, uh, specifically under the Sports Id. Uh, we will probably at first primarily just be talking about uh, the WWE, uh, which uh, Daniel will only refer to as the WWF out of spite, I think. Amen. Um, <laughs> uh, but we will probably eventually fold in some TNA stuff uh, because I've started watching that. Uh, oh, yeah, there's nothing. I'm a, I just want to be upfront with you. There's yeah. no way I am watching anything TNA. Okay, then that's fine because I don't really want to do it. I thought you did. Oh, awesome. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Oh, God. All right, so. I watched we'll... the... Go ahead. I watched the AJ Styles, Mr. Kennedy match. I'm sorry, Mr. Anderson match. About two weeks ago, and I just, oh, I want to beat my child. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Fuck. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I guess we're just going to be talking about um, the WWE then, and we'll be talking about, you know, the matches, the storylines, and we'll be, like, doing it from a, a obviously we know this is fake, but we're analyzing this entertainment perspective. So, uh, excuse me. Keep an eye out for that. Hey. What did you say? Fake. Huh? Is it that's fake? Sure. Yeah. Something you, want, something you want to tell me, bud? Uh, there is a Santa Claus, and even he knows wrestling's fake. <laughs> I think we should have like a triple. We should have a Triple H corner. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. Santa Claus. It's all tripled. It's been fake. <sighs> okay. Holy fuck. All right. Cinnamon.net. No, we don't talk about that anymore. Wrestling podcast. Stop talking at the same time. Can't help it. Great minds think alike. All right. So this is the sports id. Make sure you check out the cinema id. And also, keep your eye out for the wrestling podcast that will be coming out soon. Tomorrow. Are we recording it tomorrow? What time tomorrow? Same time. No. Uh, I work until 10 again tomorrow, and I don't want to be up this late again tomorrow. 
The id network is blown up, guys. Yeah, man. We got movies, he, sports, and uh, sports entertainment. Yeah, well, three podcasts. Yeah. What about the NHL podcast that we did two episodes of? I mean, we've gotten kind of busy with the NFL podcast, but once the uh, once the NFL season's over, and you know that'll be right about the time where the playoff push for the NHL uh, playoffs will start up. So, I mean, that'll be a good time to pick it back up. Yeah. Yeah, and plus, there's not much to talk about NHL right now. Penguins are awesome. You know, so. <sighs> wow. Crosby's Jesus reincarnate. Crosby is going to get decapitated next week. Well, he's on my fantasy team, so I kind of hope he's not. But... I mean, I hope he doesn't because that would, I mean, leave a bad mark on hockey. <laughs> yeah. But at least we'd be rid of that little bitch. Whoa, okay. On that note, thanks for listening to the Sports In Week 16. <laughs> Wait, we didn't start recording. I thought... <laughs> yeah, no, we're still recording. So thanks for listening to the Sports In Week 16. Uh, we hope we didn't offend you enough to stop listening. Otherwise, we don't oh, care. Oh, fuck you. No, otherwise, we <laughs> don't you. Just stop it. Stop the, stop the, stop the podcast. I'm Ian. Stop it, uh, I'm Daniel. <laughs> and I'm Drew. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs>